What do you need to know about Penn State's Week 2 opponent, the Ball State Cardinals? I'm Kevin McGuire. This is Locked on Nittany Lions, and I'm going to tell you all you need to know about who Penn State's playing this weekend. You are Locked on Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Amazing selection and reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Locked On Nittany Lions, getting you set for this weekend's Week 2 matchup between the Penn State Nittany Lions, who are 1-0 against the defending MAC champion Ball State Cardinals. I'm going to run through my five things you need to know about Ball State before we go into this weekend's game. And speaking of this weekend's game, are you going to be making the trip out to Happy Valley? Are you going to be tailgating in the parking lots outside of Beaver Stadium? If you are and you're making that lengthy trip for many, make sure you have the latest editions of the Locked on Nittany Alliance podcast so you can listen to them on your drive to Happy Valley or at your tailgating party. Just listen to the Locked on Nittany Alliance podcast on the Odyssey app on your phone. You can take it with you on the go, and that is what makes the Locked On Nittany Lions a perfect part of your next tailgating party. So download the Odyssey app. Make sure you're following Locked On Nittany Lions. Also make sure you're following Locked On Big Ten and Locked On Bets and all the other great content across the Locked On Podcast Network. Listen to them at your tailgate party this weekend. And if you are, take a picture of your phone playing the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast at your tailgating party. If anybody does that, I'm going to see if I can find you a nice little special reward in some capacity, but we need you guys to do that first. So let me know that you're listening to the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast at your tailgating party. Let me see if I can hook you up with something. Now, lots of exciting ways to stay connected with the podcast I'm going to get to in just a minute, but of course, I want to make sure in addition to the Odyssey app, if you listen to us on another podcasting app, make sure you hit that follow button or that subscribe button, whether you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or uh, Google Podcasts, whatever you're using to listen to my voice right now, make sure you're following. It's totally free to do so. We don't charge you anything, although this is worth a million, right? So this is a bargain for you. Make sure you're following for free on every major podcasting platform that you prefer. Don't forget, you can also follow us on our Twitter account at Locked on Nittany and like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Locked on Nittany. We do have an Instagram account, Instagram.com slash Locked on Nittany. And yes, folks, it is finally here. The YouTube channel is up and running. And beginning next week, I'm going to start sharing all these episodes with you in a video format, in addition to all the great audio resources we have available too. So if you want to support us on YouTube, head on over there. We're going to have some fun on YouTube. There's actually a chance that we could do some little shorter videos as well. So Make sure you go and follow us on YouTube and hit that little notification bell so you get notified every time we have fresh new content for you on the YouTube channel. I will have the link to our YouTube channel in today's show notes. We'll also be putting it out on Twitter and on Facebook if we have not bombarded you with that already. I'm looking forward to it. I know I've been teasing it for a while and I'm looking forward to having some fun with the YouTube community as well. So, Are you excited? I mean, Penn State is going to play a home football game this weekend. Penn State, Nittany Lions, are going to welcome fans back to Beaver Stadium for the first time since November of 2019. And I think that that was a game against Rutgers, if I'm not mistaken. So it's been a long time since Penn State fans have gathered in Beaver Stadium. I know James Franklin is hoping for a packed house of 107,000. I know times are... You know, for some, a little bit stressful because we're still going through this whole pandemic thing and there's spikes that are trending in the wrong direction here and there. 
lots of debates all over the corner of the world about whether or not to wear a mask, all the vaccine stuff. So here's the bottom line, okay? If you are comfortable going to a college football game, go to a college football game. I'm not telling you what to do, what not to do. Obviously, we all have our different opinions and we all have our different outlooks on what should be going on right now, what should not be going on right now. But I am beyond the point where I'm going to criticize anybody for going out and enjoying a college football game. If you feel like you could do so and you can do so responsibly, I don't see any reason why you shouldn't do so. If you want to stay home and watch Penn State football on your TV, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. So don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Look, as far as I'm concerned, rooting on your favorite football team is really a no-lose situation. There's no wrong way to do it. It's kind of like a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, right? I mean, there's no wrong way to support your favorite team. So if you're making your way out to Beaver Stadium, I hope you have a great time. I hope it all goes well for you. I hope it all goes well for everybody you're with, and I hope it all goes well for everybody that's gonna be attending around you. If you're watching from home, so be it. I hope you enjoy that as well. I hope everything's going well for you at home too. So uh, here's the thing, going to a football game, I actually haven't done it in a while, but that's more so just the fact that uh, the way I cover the sport now, it's much easier and convenient for me to actually do it from my home office. The way that I have different assignments and different managerial duties over on NittanyAllianceWire.com, there's, uh, it's just, it's just easier for me personally to cover this team and cover the sport from the comfort of my home office. I have everything available to me that I need for my job, and I know that I'm in a different situation than a lot of people, but I just feel as though. I get exactly what I need. I get the kind of experience that I want even without having to leave the house. That doesn't mean that there's something not special about being at a game in person. I, I think there truly is. And I think because nobody was able to go to a game last season, I just feel like it's going to be a really cool scene to see when Penn State fans are being shown on TV, having a grand old time the way that they used to. I think it's going to be a little bit more of a visual impact next week in week three when we see the whiteout crowd in prime time on national television against the Auburn Tigers. I'm going to have a lot of fun talking about that game next week. But I think as far as just seeing this game this weekend, it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be pretty cool. I don't know how many fans are going to be there at Beaver Stadium, but I know that there's going to be more than 1,700. And if you saw the atmosphere that we saw in Wisconsin last week on TV, you could tell that Wisconsin fans were hyped to be back in Camp Randall Stadium. You take a look at some of the other stadiums around the country, full stadiums or nearly full stadiums in many cases uh, for some of those bigger games. And it is cool to see. Again, I'm not saying we are getting the clear. I'm not saying we've crossed the finish line, but it is good to see some normalcy back. Let's hope that it can continue throughout the rest of this 2021 college football season before we even really get started just getting into the thick of things. Okay, so Penn State is going to be opening the doors to Beaver Stadium. You're probably going to be attending, and we are going to learn all that you need to know about the Ball State Cardinals coming up in our next segment. But before you load up your car or your truck with all your tailgating supplies, make sure you have everything you need for your vehicle to make the trip to Happy Valley by going to rockauto.com. That's right. If you need anything before you hit the road this weekend, you go to rockauto.com, you enter the make and model of your car, your truck, or your RV, and they will bring you up their entire catalog of every part they have available specifically for your vehicle. If you need wipers, if you need an air filter, 
or even if you need some air fresheners, if you go to rockauto.com, they're probably going to have you covered there. And they're also going to give you the best prices available. This is a family business. They're going to make you feel like family by giving you the most streamlined and stress-free buying process for an industry that can be very stressful. If, especially if you don't know anything about cars, rockauto.com is going to make you feel very comfortable. No pushy salesmen, no cross-reference guides in the middle of the aisle. It's all right there on your computer or on your laptop or on your mobile phone. All you got to do is go to rockauto.com and then make a model of your car or truck and look at all the parts they have available for your vehicle. Don't forget to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Penn State has never faced Ball State in the world of college football before, so this weekend's meeting in Week 2 in Beaver Stadium at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1 will be the first all-time meeting between the Big Ten Nittany Lions and the Cardinals of the MAC. Odds are the casual Penn State fan is not very familiar with what Ball State is as a program. And maybe you're not one of those fans who pays attention to what happens in these other conferences. Well, don't worry. That's what I'm here for. I tend to pay a little bit closer attention to some of those group of five conferences than maybe the more casual Penn State fan. And I will tell you that this Ball State team is not your typical punching bag opponent. This is a program that is a Mac champion this is a conference champion and with that comes a little bit of a respect level that you should be taking into consideration i don't think that this is an opponent that pensy is going to overlook at all even though they're coming off a big win against wisconsin going into a big game against auburn i don't feel like ball state affords you the opportunity to take them lightly and i say that because this is a very experienced team. This is probably the most veteran offense that Penn State could face in 2021. There's so many young players at so many different programs on Penn State's schedule this year. Not really with Ball State. Okay, Ball State is returning 16 what they're calling super seniors. They've got 20 starters from last year's MAC championship roster on both offense and defense. This is a very upperclassman-led program by Mike New, the head coach of Ball State, and I'll get to him in just a little bit, but this is a program that has plenty of senior leadership. I wrote this for NittanyLionsWire.com when I was going through some things to get to know uh, about Ball State, and just take a look at this. All right, Here's what I wrote, word for word. Ball State's first string offense, littered with upperclassmen, just three players are not listed as a senior or fifth-year player. And of those three players that are not listed as a senior or super senior or fifth year player, they've got a redshirt junior at left guard in Jalen Turner, a junior wide receiver in Jason Jackson, and the other guy is a redshirt sophomore right tackle, Damon Kaler. So they've got seniors, they've got redshirt juniors, they've got super seniors all across the board here, just on the offensive side alone. So as good as Penn State's defense is, and it's really good. This Ball State offense is not one that's going to be intimidated very easily. They may not have the talent to go head-to-head with this Penn State defense, and I don't think that this is a Ball State offense that's going to keep that Penn State defense on the field for 42 minutes, or at least you would hope not. But I do feel as though this is a program that understands that they're going to be a significant underdog. And if they are going to turn things in their favor, it may be having to chew up the yardage, chew up the time as much as they possibly can to give Penn State's offense fewer and fewer chances to succeed on the field. 
And that's the other part of this equation, right? Because Penn State's offense is looking to get off to a better start, and I think that they've got a pretty good chance to do so. Uh, but we can talk about that a little bit later. But let's get back to getting to know Ball State. So we already know, very senior leadership, uh, lots of juniors, retro juniors, seniors on the program, both sides of the football. Not going to be intimidated very easily. Understands the situation that they are walking into. And it's not an envious one for Ball State. Going into a Beaver Stadium that is going to have, I don't know how many fans back in the stands. For a team that is coming off a huge win last week that really changes the whole dynamic of the season. One game into it. But this is a Ball State program that knows what they're dealing with. And that comes from their head coach and Mike New, who I said, I'll get back to him. Let's get back to him right now. This is Mr. Ball State, as far as I'm concerned, because he played for Ball State. And he obviously he got his coaching career started as a graduate assistant at Ball State. And after some time away in the Arena Football League, and I think the Arena Football League 2, if I'm not mistaken, uh, eventually he gets, gets back into the college game and eventually lands that spot as the head coach of Ball State. So he's been there for a few years. He finally led them to a MAC championship last season, and he's got a lot to look forward to. And this is a guy that you got to keep on your radar, I think, as he continues to have success at Ball State. He's going to be one of those coaches that will eventually get some phone calls about some other potential opportunities, maybe from a program with a little bit of a deeper pocket. Not necessarily throwing him right into a Power 5 coaching job just yet, but he is certainly a guy that is well-respected and is having some good success and is developing a pretty nice track record for himself in this coaching profession. So we'll definitely be keeping an eye on him moving forward. So Penn State stopped Wisconsin's 25-game or 25-year home opener winning streak last week. Well, this week, they're going to try and stop the nation's longest or the fourth longest active winning streak that belongs to Ball State. Ball State has won a total of eight consecutive games coming into this weekend. The only teams with a longer active winning streak right now are Alabama at 15, and who knows when that's going to end. And then Oklahoma and Texas A&M are both tied with a nine-game active winning streak. Penn State, for those keeping score at home, is off to an active winning streak of five games dating back to last season. They won their last four games of the 2020 season, and of course won in week one against Wisconsin. So Penn State looking like they're in pretty good shape to extend that active winning streak to six games this weekend but ball state again not going to be bullied around not going to be pushed around and the one of the key players that we're going to be keeping an eye on here for ball state is of course wide receiver justin hall who has caught one at least one pass in each of the 44 career college football games that he has played since a freshman he has caught a pass in every game he has played it is extremely likely that he's going to catch at least one pass against this Penn State defense. So look for that streak to continue. He is also the NCAA's active leader in career receptions. Not too surprising given what I just said. He's got 265 career receptions and counting, of course. And he is now 182 yards away from becoming Ball State's all-time leader in career receiving yards. So if you're a Penn State fan, you're obviously hoping that he does not reach that milestone this weekend because that probably means that Penn State's defense is going to be scrambling a little bit more than you might be comfortable seeing. This is a record that's probably going to be better off broken in the following week or more likely broken in Ball State's following game uh, after they play Penn State. But I do think he's going to get a good chunk of that in this game because he is their biggest weapon. And if Ball State is going to have any chance to make something happen, 
He's going to have to be involved. Anyway, he's trying to catch Dante Ridgeway for the school record. Uh, it's, again, very likely going to be out of reach this weekend, but he only needs 82 yards to get into second place on Ball State's, Ball State's all-time career receiving list, and that's currently occupied by one Willie Sneed. So I do think that there's a very good chance we're going to see Justin Hall, one of the top wide receivers that you probably have never heard of or recognized if you're a more casual Penn State fan. You're going to hear his name quite a bit, I think, this weekend. That doesn't mean that Penn State's defense is in too much trouble. I just feel like, though, if Ball State's going to get anything going, Justin Hall is going to have a big role in that. And finally, Ball State is going up against some history, which is not all that surprising. A team from the MAC doesn't typically have a stellar record against ranked opponents in their program history. And that, of course, is the case for Ball State. They have played a ranked opponent 30 times in program history, and they've won just five. However, they have also won their last two meetings against ranked opponents. Ball State topped number 23 Buffalo in the MAC championship game last year. And then in the Arizona Bowl, they topped number 19 San Jose State. Now, there's a little bit of a gap between number 23 Buffalo, number 19 San Jose State, and number 12 or number 11 Penn State, depending on what poll you're looking at. But it's pretty obvious that history is not on Ball State's side here. And if you take a look at Penn State's all-time record against MAC teams, just don't look at that Toledo game. We don't need to go down that path. Uh, there's a very good likelihood that Penn State is going to uh, hand Ball State another loss against a ranked opponent. I don't think Penn State fans are going to be sweating much during this weekend's game against Ball State, but if you're looking to stop some uncontrollable sweating, then sweat block wipes are probably exactly what you're looking for. They're doctor created, doctor recommended, and they work for up to seven days per use. Sweat block wipes also come with the dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Here's what you gotta do. You wear what you wanna wear. You're a little secret of confidence. Nobody has to know about it. It's a must have for everyone's toiletry bag. Whether it's a big presentation or a hot date, everyone can benefit. Or if you're on camera and you don't wanna be looking like you're all sweaty mess, you gotta check out the sweat block wipes. It's a bestseller on Amazon, and you can find it on Amazon or at your local CVS, or you can get it 20% off right now at sweatblock.com if you use the promo code Locked On. So if you're like me and trying to control your sweating habits a little bit, you check out the Sweatblock wipes. They are a lifesaver and a game changer. It is once again that time of year all the eyes of the sports world are turning on football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. You get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. It's all open right now at BetOnline. Head to the website, betonline.ag, on your mobile device. Sign up today. Receive a 100% welcome bonus on top of your initial deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. And take a look at some of the current odds you can get for this week two action between Penn State and Ball State. Penn State minus 22.5. I'm still kind of leaning towards Ball State in a cover here. I'll give you my official prediction coming up just in a bit. But also, I've got Ohio State minus 14.5 against Oregon. I'm liking Michigan minus 6.5 against Washington. And I still will take Iowa plus 3.5 at Iowa State. I think that is a wrong team favorite pick. But what do you think? Make some of the picks that you like right now at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. 
So you've heard what I have to say about Ball State. Penn State is taking on a pretty well-coached team and a pretty solid program overall. There's a lot to like about Ball State, certainly as far as the MAC is concerned this coming season. I think once we get past this game, it might be interesting to just kind of keep tabs on what Ball State is doing because there, here's the thing. If Penn State goes on to win this game, wins next week against Auburn, goes on the road and takes care of Iowa in Kinnick Stadium a week after taking care of Indiana, if things go well for Penn State this year, you want to rack up as many quality wins as you possibly can. And when you see a former non-conference opponent go on to potentially win their conference championship, that just adds value to your strength of schedule. And that's something that can come into play here because Penn State's got a pretty decent strength of schedule if you take a look at things. We already know Wisconsin's still going to have a good year. Okay, Iowa, I think it's going to have a really good year. We already know what Ohio State is. I think Michigan certainly have a top 25 caliber season. I think Indiana's going to bounce back a little bit. So I think Indiana will still be at least a decent uh, opponent on the schedule. And if Penn State gets the ga- these games to go their way, all of a sudden, they are playing themselves into that New Year's Six Bowl rotation. Remember those bowl projections we talked about earlier this week, where Penn State is now being projected to go to the Rose Bowl or the Fiesta Bowl, depending on whom you ask? Well, it doesn't happen without the good strength of schedule to back it up. Now, if you're looking to make a playoff argument down the line, yeah, you may scoff at the idea that Penn State is playing Ball State, but if Ball State is your MAC champion, that counts for something as far as quality of opponent is concerned. Say what you will about the level of competition in the MAC. It's not great. I get that. It's not an American Athletic Conference. It's not even the Mountain West Conference. But a conference championship still carries some weight. So you want to root on for Ball State to have a big successful season this year. Uh, of course, uh, Penn State has to take care of their own business first. And I do think that Penn State will take care of their business. I'm already on record of saying that Penn State's going to win this game. I am not saying that they are going to cover, though. I kind of have been hesitant on taking Penn State to cover this weekend. I just feel as though this is an opponent where Penn State will win comfortably, but maybe not quite as comfortably as you would like. I do think the offense is going to get off to a better start. I think the defense is going to be just fine. But I think Ball State can grind things out a little bit. I think they can grind together a couple of drives. We saw Wisconsin was able to move the football on this Penn State defense. I'm not saying that Ball State is Wisconsin, but I do think that with all the seniors and all the upperclassmen that Ball State has, they're going to be prepared for anything that comes their way. Now, it doesn't mean that they're going to be able to stymie this Penn State defense. I don't think that's going to be the case. But I do think that this is going to be a well-played game by Ball State. They'll probably make a couple of mistakes that Penn State can take advantage of, and maybe that's going to be the ultimate difference in the game. But I do think that Penn State's offense gets off to a much better start. There's no reason why Penn State shouldn't get that passing game going after what happened uh, last week for this Ball State defense. They gave up a lot of passing yards to an FCS opponent whose name escapes me at this current moment, but that should be a good indication that Penn State should be able to get Sean Clifford uh, going early on much faster than we saw last week against Wisconsin. And that's why I think that Penn State will win this game. And I just don't think that they cover that spread. And we'll have my official score prediction over on NittanyAllianceWire.com. I've already shared it on AthlonSports.com as well. So make sure you check out what I have to say over on those couple of outlets for some more expansive commentary and previews for this coming game. But I think this is Ball State team is not one to be taken lightly. I just feel as though Penn State has more than enough talent and more than enough depth to get through maybe even some of the stiffest challenges that Ball State will throw their way. Penn State wins this game, not necessarily going away, but it's going to be a pretty comfortable victory when all is said and done.
That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Nittany Lions, but let's keep the conversation going. Head on over to the Locked On Bets podcast because betting on college football doesn't have to be a guessing game if you're listening to the hosts of the Locked On Bets podcast, including your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. They're going to give you their daily picks each and every single day. They're going to give you blowout specials and my personal favorite wrong team favorite pick. I have already given you Iowa State as my wrong team favorite pick for this weekend. Let's hear what those guys have to say as well over on the Locked on Bets podcast. You also get Lee Sterling's lock of the day, so you want to make sure you cash in on that. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts, including the incredibly awesome Odyssey app, where you can also catch every episode of Locked on Nittany Lions. And I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. If you're heading out to Penn State this weekend, you're making a long car trip or you're just tailgating, load that Odyssey app onto your phone, take Locked on Nittany Lions with you, and send us a picture of you listening to Locked on Nittany Lions at your tailgating party. I want to share the love with you guys as well. And there is no better way to show your support for the podcast than by following on the Odyssey app or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Hit that follow button. Hit that subscribe button. It's totally free to do so. And spread the word to your fellow Penn State fans this weekend at your next tailgate party. Of course, we also want you to stay connected and interact with us on our Twitter account at Locked on Nittany. Give us a like on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Locked on Nittany. And don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Locked on Nittany. If you're on YouTube, give a search for Locked on Nittany Lines. Hopefully we pop right up. If not, I'm going to have a link to our channel in our show notes for this particular episode. And of course, we'll throw that out there on social media. Starting next week, we're going to go all in on YouTube. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the podcast. Thank you so much for all of your support as we get another season started of Penn State football on the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. My name is Kevin McGuire. I'm the editor of NittanyLionsWire.com and a contributor to AthlonSports.com. So check out all the great Penn State and Big Ten coverage we've got available to you on those outlets. You can give me a follow on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. Let me know you listened to today's episode with your official Penn State Ball State prediction. I want to hear what you guys have to say about this weekend's game. Till next time, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you again very soon.